Hey y'all, it's Ashley, a.k.a. Ash, and Shantavia, a.k.a. Shay, and this is Obedience Podcast. Here at Obedience Podcast, our mission is to simply obey. Obey is an acronym that stands for O, being obedient to God, B, believing in God's word, E, evolving through Christ Jesus, and Y, yielding to the Holy Spirit. So if you think that you'd be interested in our content, be sure to hit that subscribe button down below if you're watching us on YouTube. And also hit that bell notification so you're notified every single time we upload. Mm-hmm. And if you're listening to us on any of our streaming platforms, be sure to hit that follow button and leave us a review down below. And for all of our returning subscribers and listeners, welcome back. Let's go ahead and jump into this episode. Alright y'all, we want to welcome y'all back to the last episode of the Spring Forward series where our objective in this series is to encourage believers to accept the new season that God is bringing into your life, whether it's expected or unexpected. Mm-hmm. The anchor scripture is Isaiah 43 and 19 and it reads, See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up, do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. So we've already covered the A and B portion of this focus scripture with the C. I am doing a new thing, which was episode one, new thing. And then episode B talked about now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? And that was our episode. Do you not see it? So in this episode, we are going to focus on the C portion of our focus scripture to go ahead and wrap this series up. But Ashley's going to give you a little bit more information on that. That's right. So as Shay mentioned, we are going to cover the C portion of the scripture where it says, I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. So this episode objective is to encourage believers that God always, and I mean always, makes a way. That's why this episode is entitled, He Always Makes a Way. So we'll be focusing on the scripture, Exodus 16, 13 through 15. Okay, and it reads, So at evening, quail came and covered the camp. In the morning, there was a layer of dew all around the camp. When the layer of dew evaporated, there were fine flakes on the desert surface, as fine as frost on the ground. When the Israelites saw it, they asked one another, what is this? Because they didn't know what what it was. Moses told them, it is the bread the Lord has given you to eat. Won't he do it? (laughs) But before we hop into this episode, you know how we like to do. We always like to invite Holy Spirit, our third member in, to come and be a part and just to help us minister through this word. Okay? So let's go ahead and bow our heads. Father God, we thank you so much for this day, this moment, and opportunity to gather around your word, God, to study and to see how we can apply this word to our daily lives, Father God. We just invite you in on today to be our mouthpiece, God. Uh, Minister through us. Give us the words to say on today, God, to minister to the hearts and minds and souls of your spirit, Father, of your people, Father God. We thank you that you give us the words to say, uh, to speak to any 
any of our viewers and our listeners, uh, whatever the situation may be, Father God, that even in the this day and time, Father God, that you can and you will always make a way in the wilderness or in the desert streams. We thank you and believe that it is already done. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So, like you mentioned, the title of this episode is He Always Makes a Way. And we're actually talking about the story of manna and quail provided to the Israelites Mm -hmm. in Exodus 16. So, before verse 13, it mentions that the Israelites had only been in the wilderness for two months. That's right. Just 60 days, (laughs) y'all. And... They were already grumbling. And, you know, we just, we're going to see recurring grumbling from the Israelites. We already know that's what they did, okay? And we have to get them grace because we complain too. Mm-hmm. But before these two months in this wilderness, the people, they were slaves. We have to remember that. They were slaves in Egypt. And they had never been in the situation of being in the wilderness, right? Right. So they were complaining about being in the wilderness and they actually compared it back to their time as slaves and said oh it would be better if we had just stayed in Egypt and a lot of the times a lot of us when we go into our new season we romanticize the season that we got out of Mm. and Mm. we forget about all the bad things that happened in that season before and we don't think about the new things that are in this season so yeah you're in this wilderness, something that you're not used to, but this wilderness is so much better than being enslaved. Would it, wouldn't you agree? Like, mm-hmm. Sure will. But in their minds, it's like, it was better when we were in bondage, when we knew we would have food, than out here in the wilderness when we really don't know. Hmm. Hmm. Uncomfortable. <laughs> so, while... The new season that they're in isn't as bad as the previous season. They can't see it because they're romanticizing their previous season. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to really get you guys to take heed to this. Do not romanticize the previous season that you were in and try to go back to that season. Mm -hmm. You were put out of that season for a reason. I know. I don't know. A lot of y'all probably went through this too. But, you know, when you get out of them relationships... And you start romanticizing the relationship like, oh, I wish we were still together. You kind of forget all the bad times that y'all had. Sure. And I know when I've done it in the past and I go back and I'd be like, it'd be quick too. I'd be like, oh, you know what? I left this situation for a reason. What yeah. was I thinking? Let me hop on that. And we don't want to go backwards in life. What if the Israelites had went back to Egypt? then they wouldn't have been able to get back out of bondage. Right. Like, God had already got them out of it. Why would he do it again? So, don't give up on your new season fantasizing and romanticizing your previous season. Don't do it, Miss Sealy. Don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) And and one thing about when we are in new seasons, we are going to go through time periods in that season where we're not fond of what we're going through. Or we're not fond of what's around us. And we just have to remember just because we don't like currently where we're in doesn't mean that it's not better than where we were. Right. The wilderness was so much better for the Israelites. So they didn't need to complain. And you're in that place for a purpose. Back in chapter 15, I talked about it in the end up where God sent the people through the wilderness for a reason. Right. Sometimes you need to be in that wilderness season to really do the work. Girl, that romanticized part. 
<laughs> don't we do it? All the time. All the time. You know what? It brought me back to when, you know, my transition. Y'all, y'all follow my story, whatever. Transition from working at home, you know, waking up when I, you know, right before I clock in, you feel me, you know, washing clothes, washing my hair on the clock, mm-hmm. you know, just having it made, just having it laid out. And God just said, hey, I need you to move. And I was just like, <laughs> what What you mean? But I had to remember that, hey, I told God that I wanted to work in purpose and working at home just with, with, with the company just wasn't my purpose. So him pushing me into my purpose, I was just like, all right, let's let's go ahead and do it. And then like moving into like the school system and comparing both the jobs like, hey, you know, we don't get this kind of benefit over here or, you know, hey. Uh, I gotta have these kids all day. Uh, like, no hey, like I, I can't make my own schedule when I want to. Like a lot of that was very much different from what I was accustomed to, because I had always worked like a schedule, like eight to five. I know what I'm gonna be off. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have to do nothing after work. A lot of extracurricular activities after work. Just getting into that, but realizing the effects of my purpose and my time and what it means to the kids, you know, bettering them for the future. Even if I just, hey, just listen and talk to them. Realizing that the uncomfortability that I went through before, like at the beginning of the job, it's paying off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But to go back to to the text, I pulled out the word wilderness and just kind of looking at that definition. I got a couple words from it that says uncultivated, neglected, or abandoned area um, of a garden or town or a position of disfavor. Hmm. I feel like kind of comparing it to the Israelite story, a lot of times when we get pushed into that new phase of life, that new position or wherever God has taken us we feel like I could have stayed you know at my at home job I ain't had to put up with this mm-hmm. you know these attitudes with these kids I could have just been you know at my house chilling making my own schedule when I want to teach you know but dissatisfied in life yeah but do you want to massage your feelings or make you feel what do do whatever you want to do you know massage your own desires and do whatever you want to do or do you want to really live on this earth for a purpose. Yeah. Do you did you really commit your life to Christ? Or you want to commit your life to Christ but do your own thing? Mm-hmm. You know? But the way that God will show you or even provide like wisdom and knowledge, even if you may feel like oh chaotic and like, oh, this is not for me. This is like unfamiliar territory. Just think about like if you are out in a you know just a whole bunch of greenland or whatever and you don't know which way to turn like god is that pathway that way in the wilderness for you through through life Mm -hmm. and i go back to the scripture all of the time it's james one and five like and i'm paraphrasing like he will give you wisdom and he will not rebuke you for asking. Like, when I learned that and I got annoying of that, baby, ain't nothing I can't ask God for. Lord, I'm planning for today. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Could you help me? Because I don't think these kids getting it. And when I tell you, like, instantaneously, sometimes it's just like, oh, 
Ash, do this. And I'm just like, oh. And then, like, the other day, I was just, like, having a survey. What was your favorite thing? That one little thing that I thought that was kind of whatever was one of their favorite things that they did. Mm -hmm. So, God will give you wisdom even in the midst of chaos, confusion, whatever newness it is. He'll give it to you. Yep. And it's he ain't going to shade you for asking. He ain't going to be like... <laughs> Nah, she already know. I didn't gave her my word, <laughs> but he he'll lead you in that time. And I also looked at the word wasteland. It's an unused area or of land that has become barren or overgrown. And I was just like, you know how looking at the story, how God just can make anything just fall down from heaven, anything. like anything like you need like Lord we need some manna boom manna oh mm -hmm. you know and then I was just like if God can make a woman out of a rib taking it back all the way back what you think he can't do for you like if he have to give it to the poor man on the street or a child he, he gonna get whatever you need to you like I'm believing to be out of deck like completely and it's a lot but my God's nature is abundance, not just enough to just provide for me. I had to fix my prayers. I was just like, Lord, I need this amount of money. I was just like, wait, if God is a God of abundance, why am I not praying for this amount and also to help other people as well? Mm -hmm. Maybe you need to change your prayers in that because God is not going to just give you just enough. That's being selfish. No. Ask for the abundance because abundance is in his nature. Mm. All right. So, if he can make a woman out of a rib, what you think he can't do for you? Did I say that right? Mm-hmm. You did. What you think he can't do for you? That may not be correct English, but what you, you think? You get what she said. You get what I'm saying. <laughs> so, that is so good because that's exactly why I was going in my notes as mm -hmm. well. If we look before verse 13, manna was not a thing. If we look at verse 15, it says, when the Israelites saw it, they asked one another, what is it? Mm -hmm. They didn't know what it was. They said that they were hungry. They expected, you know, things that they had seen already. The grain from the fields, you know, goats, something, you know, that they had eaten before. Mm -hmm. But God made this brand new bread from the sky, just laying on the ground. And they didn't even know what it was. Mm -hmm. He Moses had to tell them, it is the bread that the Lord has made for you. Just for you. And it was like, oh, okay. And then if you read on a little further in verse 35, it says that once the people got out of the wilderness and they actually entered Canaan, manna was no longer a thing. <laughs> so he gave the people exactly what they needed for the time that they needed. Yeah. So just like Ashley said, he did this wonderful thing just with the real. Mm -hmm. He is going to do things that you're like, how in the world did this happen? And it may just be for a season. It may be, a, be for a couple of days. He knows when the time is up. When people say manna, it's just like, I always thought it was like regular bread, you know, mm -hmm. little bunny bread. I always just pictured that when I read that and I realized, oh, wait, manna not even around no more. This is something special that he did for these people mm -hmm. out there in the wilderness. And another thing, too, y'all, if y'all read on, after verse 15, God gave them very specific instructions on what to do with the manna. 
when God provides something for you, he may give you a very specific instruction. Yeah. He may give you a bonus. And he's like, I want you to tie it off that bonus. And you're like, what? Tie it off of it. But I needed this. You tie it off that bonus, and then that bonus triple. Because you were obedient to the specific instructions that he gave you. The people, well, some of the people, I won't say all the people, some of the people were a little, you know, disobedient. Mm -hmm. And they decided that they was just going to take more than what God told them to take of the bread. Or the man, I should say. They decided they were going to take more than what he told them to, even though he told them. On the sixth day, take double portion. Don't do anything on the seventh. Mm -hmm. But some of them was like, hmm, I don't trust that. Take more. (laughs) And y'all know on the seventh day, those people who took the extra, that bread was molded and it had worms on it. So just remember, sometimes disobedience can smell. Ooh, ooh. Mmm. So keep that in mind. You don't want to be stinky out here, do you? Uh Uh-uh, girl. (laughs) (laughs) No, thank you. Pam. You don't want to be stink out here. Just right. Just right. Mm-hmm. It may not be like that That physical sense of smell stinky. It may like you oh, may yeah. have a stink attitude. Yeah. Ooh, and people may not job. like you. Mm-hmm. Or um, you may be doing something with the ministry money that you shouldn't be doing. So, you know, the ministry going to be a little stinky because it's like nothing's working. You know, anything can it's be stinky. some rotten fruit. Huh? Yeah. So, yeah. Ooh, Lord. That was Be the air freshener, Yes, the Febreze. <laughs> All right, so in order to allow God to walk you through that wilderness and take you through it, we have to do the first step, and that's receiving him as our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Through Jesus Christ, we are all offered the opportunity to have a personal relationship with God. If you have not received Jesus Christ as your Savior, now is the perfect opportunity to do so. If you would like to accept Jesus as your Savior, it's very simple. All you have to do is repeat this very short prayer after us. Lord Jesus, I know without you, I am lost. Today, I make the decision to make you the Lord of my life. I give you the throne of my heart to lead and guide me in the way that I should go. Thank you for forgiving and delivering me from sin. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. And just like that, just that simple, you're now a part of the union of Christ. And we're so excited and happy to have you a part of the family. Yes. If you did repeat that prayer after us, the first thing you want to do is to connect with the Bible teaching church. We always include our church's live stream link in the description box below where we go live at 8.30 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. And then the next thing you can do is purchase our Reborn workbook, which is going to provide you with some essential knowledge, Mm -hmm. essential knowledge on being a Reborn believer. So that's all that we have for you guys today. We want to thank everybody that's watching in the chat right now. Thank you so much. Thank you, girl. For spending a Saturday morning with us. So if you just so happen to be catching a replay, make sure that you comment. Hashtag replay down in the comment section so we can greet you. And if you're listening on our podcasting platforms, please leave us a review. It does help us go a long way in the podcasting community. Be sure to go ahead and share this with five of your friends and also your enemies. We bless them as well. Let's count them up. One, two, three, four, and five. 
and be sure if you're watching on YouTube to go ahead and like this video subscribe and hit that bell notification so you're notified every single time we upload mm -hmm. and make sure that you follow us on all of our social media to keep up with our shenanigans <laughs> not shenanigans <laughs> and if you have any prayer requests be sure to send those to us at obediencepodcast at gmail.com and we'll be sure to stand in agreement with you and do not forget, if you haven't, sign up for our email list. The link is down below where you can receive the free principle for this month and also some other goodies. Be sure to catch us next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time for a very special announcement. We'll see you there. Yep. But that's all that we have for you guys today. We're going to go ahead and get up out of here. We pray that this video found you blessed and we pray that it left you even more blessed. Yeah. But in the meantime, in between time, as always, be, be obedient. obedient. We'll see y'all next time. Bye.